you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. That's my name. That's me. Um, don't know why I said that. Uh, listen, we all know football is coming up. It is coming up extremely soon, actually. In less than a week, we are going to have football games being played. I'm recording this episode on Sunday the 3rd at 2 p.m., so, you know, Six days, 23 hours, essentially, will be the start of the NFL Sunday season. Obviously, the season begins on that Thursday with the Chiefs taking on the Lions. But this is not an episode about football. No, this is an episode about baseball. And today, we are talking about one of, one of my least favorite teams. Not for any like particular reason, but it's just... It's within me to dislike this team. It's within me to hate this team. Uh, And that would be the New York Yankees. Uh, As a Red Sox fan, it is part of growing up. It is part of life that you hate the Yankees. Um, And that I do. So this episode, this episode gives me great pleasure uh, it should be a lot of fun because, you know, in the last episode I talked about the Red Sox. This episode I get to talk about the Yankees, who are not going to make the playoffs, and who I find to just be a joke. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. So, the Yankees this year have been bad. I mean, they have just not been very good. When your best hitter by average is Glaber Torres hitting a 270, you have problems. Their offense is abysmal. It's awful. They are 23rd in runs, 29th in batting average. So, you know, let me let me just <laughs> explain. There are 30 teams in the MLB. The Yankees are 29th in batting average. Only ahead of the Oakland A's, which are who are the worst team in baseball, right? The Yankees are behind the Tigers, the Pirates, the Brewers, the Mets, and every other team besides the Oakland Athletics. So they are off. I mean, they are one of the worst hitting teams in the league. Uh, They are 26th in on-base percentage, and they are 19th in slugging. So slugging is obviously going to be impacted by the amount of home runs they hit. The Yankees as a team do hit quite a few home runs. Uh, If we look at where they rank in terms of that, 
The Yankees are fifth in the league in home runs, which makes sense. I mean, that that is literally the definition of this team. Uh, you know, they are in doubles. They are last in doubles. So that, that should tell you everything you need to know about the Yankees, right? Right there. Those two stats, right? They are first or fifth in home runs, last in doubles. So that tells me, and that should tell everyone else, that this team is completely based on the long ball because they just do not hit very other, very many other balls. Take a look at the disaster that was Josh Donaldson this season. I mean, the fact that he played in 33 games and had 100 at-bats playing like he did, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So Josh Donaldson. He hit 142 this season, but he slugged 434. Now, you might ask yourself, how does a guy hit 142 and slug 434, right? Because slugging 434, by the way, um, that would put him, I think, fourth on the team in slugging, right? Behind Gleyber Torres, Anthony Rizzo, and Aaron Judge. He's ahead of a guy like... Jake Bowers, right? So how does a guy who has a batting average of 142 hit 434? Well, he only has 15 hits on the season. Okay, he has 15 hits of the season, 10 of which are home runs. 10 hits are home runs. Two-thirds of the balls that he has hit in play this season have been home runs. That's unbelievable. I mean that is unbelievable that that that, that he is <laughs> he is he is hitting that sort of way. But if we look at the other guys on the roster, like Anthony Volpe, right? Another perfect example. Anthony Volpe this season. It's his rookie season. He has a twenty for twenty season going. Um, first in Yankees history. First Yankees rookie. Excuse me to have a twenty uh, in twenty twenty season, right? Where he has twenty home runs and twenty stolen bases, right? Anthony Volpe is hitting two eighteen on the season, right? He has ninety eight hits, twenty of those are home runs. So nearly, actually, over one fifth of his total hits are home runs, which is crazy. I mean, the fact that he is putting up those sorts of numbers, I think, is 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 wild. Oh, you have to understand about the Yankees, though, that is, is that this is not unique to this team, that they are very, very, very reliant on the home run, right? Extremely much, extremely so. Like, Giancarlo Sands only had 300 at-bats this season. He's played in 85 games, so he hasn't played in very many games. He's played in about the same amount of games as Aaron Judge has, right? And Aaron Judge... I know you all know, was out for a while. Giancarlo San has 21 home runs in 313 play-in appearances, right? He's only hitting 204 in the season, but he's slugging 441. Anthony Rizzo has 12 home runs. Now, he's actually hitting 244, which is, you know, for him, actually not that bad, right? Anthony Rizzo, if you look at him over his career, um... You know, he was about a 270 hitter, 270, 280 hitter 
when he played with the Cubs, obviously the last couple of seasons he played there wasn't weren't great, but pretty much over the last four seasons, right? 21, 20, you know, 2021 with the Cubs and the Yankees, 2022 and then 2023. I mean, he's hit about, you know, last year wasn't great for him. I mean, he did hit 32 home runs. His average was down, but his average is actually up from last year and about where it was in 2021. So this is the Anthony Rizzo that the Yankees traded for. I mean, he is not playing bad baseball, right? Uh, he actually has, I mean, he's 12 home runs. He's the, the, the slugging is definitely down a little bit, but average wise, he's the same player. Uh, you know, a DJ LeMahieu, like let's talk about DJ because DJ is just, it's such a weird situation with him because we all remember his 2019 season where he had 29 home runs, right? That was his first season or 26 home runs, the first season with the Yankees, right? Then obviously 2020 shortened season, he had 10 home runs and 195 at bats. Um, he hit 364 that season and slugged 590, which is unbelievable. But for three straight seasons, DJ has it, something has just not been right. I mean, the fact that in you know four times the at bats in 2021 as he did in 2020, he hit the exact same amount of home runs is concerning, right? The past three seasons, CJ LeMahieu has hit 268, 261, 241. You know, this season, his slugging is actually up from where it was the past two seasons. He's slugging nearly three, four, nearly 400, um, which, you know, is because he's hit a couple more home runs in, in slightly fewer at-bats. But, he, you know, the, the, the story for every player on this team is essentially the same, Right? really outside of, I would say, Gleyber Torres and Aaron Judge this season, right? Uh, other seasons, it's different. But when IKF is, I guess, one of the more consistent players for any team that he's on, it doesn't really matter what team he's on, for any team, right? When Gleyber Torres not only has the most hits, but has the highest on-base percentage, um, there are a lot of problems that go along with that. And 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 what the real story is, and I've talked about this before with the Yankees, is that they just don't hit the ball enough. It's as simple as that. They just do not have enough hits. The Yankees play a style of baseball that I think we can all agree since, you know, for the in the past decade and more hasn't worked, right? Their whole game plan, right, is based around okay, hitting the home run. That is it. That's what they try to do every single game, right? That's why they're second to last in the league in just hits, period. Hits, period, right? They're right alongside the Brewers and the Athletics. The Athletics were terrible. And the Brewers, we all can acknowledge that the Brewers, while they are a very good team, are not based around hitting the ball. They are very much a pitching-based team, right? That is 110% correct. Right, there is nothing about there is nothing about the Brewers that would make you say, "Oh, this team is you know a great team because they hit the ball." No, exactly. In fact, the exact opposite. Right, the Brewers are a pitch first team. Right, they just do not score very many runs. It just does not happen. So when we look at the Yankees, right. When the Yankees do not have the same caliber of pitching that the Brewers do, we can all agree that the Brewers' pitching rotation is one of the best in the league, 
right? The Yankees do not have that pitching depth, right? And we'll get to that in a second. So the fact that their style of play is so much based around, hey, we need to hit the home run is crazy. Last season, if we talked about, when we talked about the Yankees, right, we, we discussed how, hey, this team without the season that, if they did not have the season that Aaron Judge was having, right, if they did not have a historic season where Aaron Judge hits 62 home runs and plays some fantastic baseball, this team would not be a playoff team. You know, you translate that to this season where, okay, you have an injured Aaron Judge for a point. And, I mean, he's playing very good baseball. He's 31 home runs and 287 plate appearances, right? It's unbelievable. But he's not going to hit 62 home runs. You know, he just there's not enough games left. I mean, there's 30-something games left, and Aaron Judge is not going to hit a home run in every single game. He might hit 40 home runs, Right. But that's not going to be enough. And the Yankees, you know, are they going to be a sub-500 team? I mean, that's hard to say. Uh, obviously, they're very close to 500 right now. And they could, you know, sneak above and be 82 and 80. They could be 81 and 81, whatever it is. But I think altogether, you know, you have to view this year as what it is. I mean, it is a it is a failure. It is another year of of a missed opportunity to, to make a run at a title. I mean... When we talk about the Yankees, every Yankees fan you know, and you know, they're some of the most obnoxious people on earth. Well, some of them. I don't, I don't want to make any generalizations, but some Yankees fans are extremely obnoxious, and I'd say you know on par with a lot of other fan bases like that because they've won the most championships in baseball, right? They're always going to throw that number in your face. So you know, especially as a Red Sox fan, that's what they do. And I mean, I guess as they should, I do the same thing as a Patriots fan, um, though not as. Uh, not as often and not as, you know, in your face. But I digress. The Yankees have not done anything worth, worth you know, anything important since 2009. They have zero championships since 2009. And I really don't want to hear about 2017 with Astros because, I mean, the Yankees were cheating too. So, you know, that and also the Yankees year after year after year have one of the biggest, if not the biggest payroll in baseball. They spend the most amount of money on players. Right? More than the Rays, more than the Orioles. I mean, they spend a lot of money. So they really don't have any excuses not to be a playoff contender every single year. And not only a playoff contender, but a World Series championship con- or World Series title contender. Um, and, and they just are not that this year. Right? They just simply are not even close to that. Right, much less a playoff team. They're not going to make the playoffs. Right, that's just not going to happen. The Red Sox are going to make the playoffs, and the Red Sox are standing wise, you know, three games ahead of them. And the Yankees are not going to make the playoffs, and neither are the Red Sox. But for the Yankees, this is completely different because I don't understand what this team thinks that they're going to pull out next season. Right, a lot of these younger players, I just I feel like are are not very good. I mean, IKF kind of had an okay season, but. I mean, some of these players are getting older. It's not like Giancarlo is getting any younger. Giancarlo is going to be 34, you know, the start of next season, right? And he already, I mean, look at how many games he misses every single year. Look at how many games. I mean, it's publicly available, right? Last year, he played 110. 2021, he played 140. 2020, he played 23. 2019, he played 18, right? So he's had, you know, since 2019, those are the last five seasons, Right before that, he played pretty much every every single game. Right, twenty eighteen played every single game. 2019, 2017 was unbelievable for him. By the way, fifty nine home runs, 
in 159 games. Unbelievable, right? This year, again, he's not he, – next season, he ain't playing 158 games. You'll be lucky if he plays 100, I, I think. If he plays 100 next season, maybe 110, I, I think you're lucky because I don't know if he's able to reach that amount um, at the age of 34, right? Okay, let's talk about Anthony Rizzo. How old is Anthony Rizzo, you ask yourself? Anthony Rizzo is going to be 34, going to be 35. You know, he's going to be he's 34 at the start of next season, going to turn 35 uh, in August of next season. I mean, it's not like he's getting any younger. The power is clearly falling off, right? He's certainly not playing as many games. Okay, so where's the youth? I mean, is Glaber Torres counting as youth, I guess, at this point? I mean, he'll be 27 at the start of next season. Not exactly. I mean, he's young, but he's not young. What about their star, Aaron Judge? Well, Aaron Judge isn't exactly a young guy either. Aaron Judge is going to be 32 at the start of next season. I mean, let's be honest about the Yankees right now. They're an old team. They're an old team. They have some young talent, right? They have some young talent. I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't. Obviously... Jason Dominguez, the guy that they just brought up, um, you know, is what they hope to be one of their next big talents. Um, but they have so many injuries. I mean, Aaron jo- Josh Donaldson is dumb. I mean, there's just no question about it. I mean, I don't know what the Yankees plan on doing at catcher. It's not like Kyle Higashioka is that good. And Kyle Higashioka also happens to be turning 34 at the start of next season. So they have a lot of old players on this team. They do. And I don't really know where this team goes from here. You know, maybe they say they take Austin Wells. I mean, that's what I've heard from Yankees fans. They're dreaming that Austin Wells and, you know, Jason Dominguez can be their their saviors. I mean, it's possible, I guess. But you got to be hoping for something there. Looking at the pitching, I mean, it's not exactly very, you know, heartwarming. Your best pitcher is Garrett Cole. And he's a great pitcher. Garrett Cole is unbelievable. Had a little bit of a rush stretch lately. He's going to probably finish the season around a three ERA with a probably 200 K. So get there. Um, he might win the Cy Young. Let's see Cy Young odds. AL Cy Young odds. Let's see. Last updated August 30th. Okay. Garrett Cole is currently minus money. I mean, I know Luis Castillo is having a really good season. I, I kind of think that Kevin Gaussman or Gosman, excuse me, has has a somewhat of a shot. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I I really love the season that he's having. Um, and obviously, I, I mean, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm I'm definitely gonna be a little bit biased. But uh, I mean, just taking a look at his stats really quickly. I know this is an episode. His ERA is 3.30, 202Ks. WHIP is 1.18. Um, Garrett Cole's WHIP is 1.04. Fewer Ks, better ERA, uh, and better win loss. So you know, I think that right now Garrett Cole odds on favor and probably should be right. But I don't think it's necessarily a guarantee that he is um, the Cy Young winner. But regardless, he's having a very good season now. Can he repeat this? You know, I don't know when he turns 33 uh, at the start of next season or when he's 33. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. How many more years does Garrett Cole have left in him? I mean, he's pitched a lot of innings throughout his career. 
right? He pitched in the past three seasons, he's pitched 181, 200, 174. And for three straight seasons, he was a 200 plus innings pitch pitcher with Pittsburgh, Houston, and Houston in 2017 through 2019. So he pitches a damn lot of, I mean, he is going to eclipse 2000 innings probably next season. I mean, unless he gets injured, it's probably going to happen next season, which is crazy. Um, Garrett Cole is unbelievable. But how many more years? I mean, does he have three years of elite play left? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's worthy of a question, at least. Um, but the rest of the team kind of sucks. I mean, pitching-wise. Uh, Clark Schmidt, I mean, do they actually expect this guy to be a actual rotation piece? Where do they expect him to fit? Like, I don't know. Because he was a reliever up until this year when they needed him to start. He's a four and a half ERA, 1.34 whip pitcher. I mean, he's not like good. He's not bad. He's kind of average. Okay, fine. But is he their second best pitcher? Probably. I mean, there's no way the Yankees hang on to Luis Severino, who, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest here. Is he's not gonna be there. I mean, he's pitched 85 innings and has nearly a seven ERA. He's been off. Domingo Germán. I mean, this guy has you know he's a domestic abuser, right? He is a you know he has problems with addiction. I mean, he's just not a good person, right? One of the least, just least deserving people to have a perfect. Game. I mean, he cannot be on the scene next year. Okay, so who is our starting pitcher? I mean, we've talked about Radon before. Where are the where where is he? I'm looking for his name. I'm trying to find it. Oh my god. There he is. So we've talked about Rodone before. I thought it was a good signing at the time. Um, but it just isn't. I mean, it just isn't. The guy cannot get on the field. He's pitched 40 innings this season. Like, and by the way, those 40 innings. Haven't been that good. He is a six ERA. Okay. Nestor Cortez, after what was an unbelievable last season, we all thought, you know, hey, he'll have some regression, but like this could be the start to uh, a very successful career. They had a 2 4 4 ERA last season with a sub one whip. This season he has a five ERA, a 1.25 whip in just 60 innings. I mean, he hasn't pitched anything. He hasn't pitched. The bullpen is okay. I mean, Michael King has been very good. Um, you know, Ian Hamilton has been good. Clay Holmes has been okay. Wandy Peralta has been okay. Uh, but like guys like Marinaccio and and Albert Abreu, um, just haven't been very good. And you know, it, it comes down to the fact that this team just has no starting pitching depth. Depth, just none whatsoever. There are no, there's no starting pitching on this team. Um. And, and that really causes a lot of problems, I think. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just like, what What do you want? You know, not to mention this team is below average fielding. I mean, they are 984, you know, just above the Red Sox at 981. Um, Yankees have made 78 errors to the Red Sox 92. Or excuse me, 70, yeah, 78 to the Red Sox 92. Um Red Sox obviously the bottom of the league, one of the worst defensive teams in the league, no question about it. Um, but the Yankees aren't very good either. I mean, the Yankees just all around, they're not built to sustain success. They don't have starting pitching depth. They have one pitcher. That's really it. They have one guy. 
who happens to be very, very good, but one guy is not going to be able to go out there and win you every single game and get you to the playoffs. I mean, that is just not going to happen. Okay. Batting-wise, their batting philosophy is just not smart. It's not a winning strategy. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be blunt. It's not a winning strategy, right? The idea that, oh, we have to hit home runs or nothing, it's just, it's, it's, I think it's a little outdated and I think it's stupid. Uh, they just need more guys who can put the ball in play. They would, they, they need like a, just a second baseman with a, with a 270 batting average, um, who it's like 10 home runs a season. I mean, that's really the type of player that they need. A couple guys who literally will just hit between 270 and 300 on the season just to get runners on base. Because then at least if you have everyone else hitting home runs, at least those home runs are going to be multi-run uh, home runs instead of just solo shots. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm thrilled that the Yankees are going to miss the playoffs. I mean, it's almost 100% certain at this point that they will. Um, one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, and it's another day, another year goes by that the Yankees don't win a championship. Um, at this point, I believe it's been you know 14 or 15 consecutive seasons, which is, I mean, that's getting to be a little while. I mean, at some point we're going to hit, you know, possibly hit 20 seasons without, without a world series title for the Yankees. I mean, that is, you know, uh, four or five seasons away. So, you know, the Yankees really, I think need to change their philosophy on, on how they go about, um, building a roster, building a team, because I just think that the way they are going about it right now is completely, um, completely wrong. I think it's completely statistically. I think it's, it's, it's erroneous. I think they're just making way too many mistakes. And with a budget that big, this team, if they just put a little thought into who their players are, I think will do very well. They have young talent, but I mean, there's so many old guys in the team and there's just not a lot of depth at starting pitching. So they're going to have problems next season. They're obviously going to try to patch it up and fix it and make another run at the playoffs because you have this huge Aaron Judge contract now that you, you need to find some success in. So a lot of things going on. But that's that's it for the episode today. The preview, week one preview, will be coming out soon. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. Of the Master Plan. I hope you have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy? Or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.